Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about what's happening in the world currency markets, and in particular, what's happening in Turkey. But first, a thank you to our sponsor. International Coffee Farms grows and sells specialty coffee from Boquete, Panama. Their specialty coffee sells for a premium to the commodity coffee at auction, and as a landowner, you would benefit from those high prices. The idea of a safe, diversified, cash-flowing offshore investment is intriguing to you. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back. and Today, we're talking about the impact that the Turkish government problems can have on real estate here in North America. The Turkish economy has been having its own problems for some time now. The lira has fallen 42% in value since the beginning of the year, and then last week a war of words erupted between President Trump and Turkish President Erdogan. The dispute is over the fate of American pastor Andrew Brunson, who's been held in captivity in Turkey for the past two years. The Turkish government says he was involved in the failed coup attempt two years ago, but he's never been formally charged or tried with a crime. The U.S. maintains he's an innocent bystander. Since the standoff began, the U.S. imposed tariffs on Turkish steel and aluminum and has frozen U.S. assets of two Turkish government officials. And the dispute escalated further on Saturday, with Turkey's President Erdogan vowing to retaliate against U.S. sanctions. After the sanctions announcement, the Turkish lira dropped in value by 9% overnight. And this has raised questions across Europe about European banks that may have exposure to loans to Turkey denominated in lira. And let's be clear. The drop in value was not caused by statements in the White House. The lira has lost almost half its value prior to any statements by President Trump, and the currency appears to have lost confidence. Freefall might not be far away. And the lira's drop in value against the U.S. dollar this year is based on the concern about sky-high inflation and the country's high foreign debts. Turkish treasuries are trading right now with a 25% yield. That's a very, very high number. These treasuries are carrying a massive risk premium. They amount to a bet that the Turkish government doesn't default before the end of the term of that particular bond. Now, some European central banks have significant exposure to Turkish loans, whether directly or through partial ownership of Turkish banks. For example, several French banks have significant balance sheet exposure to Turkish loans, and efforts have been made to downplay the exposure. But when a bank has fractional reserves of only 1% as required by the European Central Bank, a 4% write-down on the balance sheet can massively impact the balance sheet of the bank and in some cases could even bankrupt a bank. Spanish bank BBVA owns 49.5% of Turkish bank guarantee and the Turkish bank contributes 11% of BBVA's total earnings. There are a number of other banks with significant exposure to Turkish debt. We've seen significant sell-off of European banks in the markets with exposure to Turkish debt. Turkey is a much larger economy than Greece, and many of you will remember the global angst of a possible Greek default only a couple of years ago. In fact, the problem with Greece wasn't really solved. The solution was to lend them more money. They literally kicked the can down the road. I've been saying for some time that the next global credit crisis is likely to be triggered by some kind of either sovereign debt or corporate debt. And the main thing you want to pay attention to is the solvency of the European banks. If we enter another situation like 2008, where banks don't trust each other, the global banking system could teeter on the brink of collapse. 
And when that happens, banks stop lending to each other, the liquidity in the system evaporates, and it can have ripple effects around the globe. Financial instability in Turkey has caused a flight of capital towards the U.S. dollar from the euro, as investors are increasingly skittish about the impact within Europe. The euro has dropped almost 4% in value relative to the U.S. dollar since the middle of July. The yield on the 10-year Treasury bill has fallen about one-tenth of a percentage point in that time. It's a reflection of the fact that people want U.S. dollars and they would rather keep money parked in U.S. dollars. They're willing to get a lower yield on U.S. dollars in exchange for that safety. Now let's look at Argentina. Back in June, the International Monetary Fund made an emergency $50 billion loan to Argentina, where there too hyperinflation has taken hold and government interest rates are now sitting at a whopping 45%. I think we've seen this movie before. In fact, only a year ago, Argentina was issuing bonds denominated in U.S. dollars with a 100-year maturity. I have very little confidence that those bonds are going to be repaid in a 100 years. So passengers, please do not congregate in the aisles. Fasten your seatbelts, and in the event of an unlikely loss of cabin pressure, make sure to put on your own oxygen mask first before assisting other passengers. Have an awesome day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.